Titus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the Helming Power Hour. <laughs> episode of hell ming power hour what number is this man oh geez uh, i don't think anybody looked at it it's what was it 60 64 i think it's 63 or 64 we're getting seen out in our old age <laughs> uh, but yeah anyways regardless of what number it is we want to welcome you back uh, for just you know thank you for hanging out with us for one thing uh if you're not familiar with this show then uh it's basically us just <laughs> Having fun and totally just dismembering the movies that we love. I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And, of course, I've got, you heard other people in the background, I've got myself, Rick, I'm one of your hosts, but also my partner in crime, my buddy that we've done this long road of 60, 70, 85 shows, we're not exactly sure, Mr. Danny Bennett, what is up, man? That's right, we dismember movies, that's what we do, and it's what we're proud of, and it's what we do well. Welcome back, everybody, and I'm so glad to be on this show so that you can hear us talk about movies that we want you to see. How is everybody doing out there? Or just to hear us talking, period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're out there to hear us talking. I need an audience. <laughs> and also, the man who who dismembers his own mama, <laughs> Mr. Mark Allison, what is up, you crazy lunatic? It is great to be here dismembering away. And we're going to be watching a movie where a lot of people will be dismembered. So it's it's a theme we're running with here. A lot of people are going to be dismembered. I was like, that's, that's a little, it's a little self-aware there. Dismembers only. Like, dismembers only. Helming. <laughs> right off the bat. That's why he's on the show, folks. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about Critters from 1986, which... Arguably is one of the greatest years for movies, period. If you just pull up the, the year 1986 and just look at the, the behemoth pile of movies that came out that year, it's just incredible. But uh, so we're picking critters. <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, I was I was looking this movie up and I kept seeing Billy Zane coming up on there. And, and normally I'm pretty yep. quick to remember, well, you're, Billy Zane was in it. I had not remembered that he was the boyfriend uh, that, that gets uh, that gets uh, all gnawed upon in the uh, the barn. Now. Oh, hold on now, save it for the show. Save it for the show. <laughs> yeah, we just got to got to see Billy Zane. We didn't we didn't go meet him, but he was definitely within our peripheral vision at Texas Frightmare, and 
Come on, man. Uh, can we even describe how cool Billy Zane was standing over in that scarf with the cowboy hat and the orange glasses? That's what I was going to say. I was going to say I reached out and tried to touch his scarf and, and hat and was summarily uh, taken to the ground by one of the bodyguards. You better listen <laughs> to your Kevin friend Costner. Billy Zane there. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool as he was just leaning up against this table and he was just like, Hi, I'm Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... I, I can't tell if he... I think he's just a good enough actor that I couldn't tell if he was acting or really happy to be there. Yeah. But he was. He looked super cool, man. He looked like Charles Nelson Riley cool. <laughs> just standing there like, <laughs> yeah, hey, how's it going? Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, man, we're going to talk about critters. But before we do that, we're going to talk about what we always talk about at this point, which is what did you watch? What did you watch? you watch am i the only one that plays along with the drums from the what did you no, watch? man i mean I'm, I'm back here doing it too man that is the most original song of any of the songs <laughs> on our on our show because you know i mean i, we, I think we wrote it and performed it and it's 100 yeah. percent original people absolutely yep no so, yeah, copyright infringement here <laughs> i watched i watched a series of movies um for a filmmaker he's foreign i want to make sure i got his name right uh, his name is Amir Pontoonboat, and uh, he wrote. You know, you might remember him from his early '80s. Uh, you know, kind of a kind of college romp movies, uh, Party Barge at Large, The Panty Dropping Mystery at Sea. It, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I uh, think Amir I do. Pontoon I sure do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, he got into the uh, the art, you know, the the dramas lately, and and he made uh, the unbearably uh, being a likeness. And I don't know. I didn't get it. But is but that the I, one where it, it, Burgess Meredith was working at IHOP? Was is that one? I, th- I think so. Yeah, Burgess Meredith and um, and Meredith Baxter Burney, and uh, oh. they're they're working at IHOP. And I think it might be one of the reasons that IHOP is changing its name. <laughs> uh, just to distance themselves from the uh, unbearably being a likeness. Uh, there's a mirror involved. Uh, somebody's doing a you know, pancake competition. I, I don't know, but. Uh, I heard that the the, uh, the studio has has contracted him to make a follow up for a Party Barge at Large, and he might have to back off from the drama. And they're going to make a Party Barge too, uh, if this boat's a rocket. Anyway, uh, you know, Amir pontoon boat. Uh, I think he's uh, Indian, maybe. The pontoon boat's an Indian. Amir pontoon boat. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a. Oh, okay. That's an Indian gotcha. name. <laughs> no, no, not the Party Barge. That's more like a barge. Oh. It's like a it's like a whole yeah, whole boat. Like L, it's like the L de barge, right? Right. L L, L brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, what, where did you see that at? <laughs> well, you know, I, I watched it on um, <clears throat> Amazon Drop Off, which is kind of like Amazon Prime, uh, only it's all the movies that begged Amazon Prime to have them, and they said no. And then, uh, and so they've got Amazon Drop Off, which is free, and you have to get it BitTorrent, and it usually leaves viruses on your computer. 
and it even says, you know, Amazon drop off. These are free because they should be. Yeah, it says something about it, you know, not being uh, liable for any damage that occurs to your, you know, streaming formats. And it says something like, good right. luck. Yeah. So people take take your own risk if you're wanting to see yeah. the the but, the, uh, the unbearably being a likeness and uh, Amazon drop off uh, their their own their slogan is good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, what'd you watch, man? Well, uh, Danny let me borrow his uh, Amazon drop off subscription there, and uh, yeah, I'm still getting my computer working right, but. Uh, I did. Just a note to everybody out there: we don't do anything illegally on this show. When he says "borrow his Dropbox," I mean, you know, he actually went over and watched it on his TV. That's right. Yeah, that I actually, you know, physically borrowed it. I took it home with me and then brought it back to him. So. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Amazon Drop Off is one of the few uh, streaming services that encourages people to steal it. <laughs> uh, well, you were saying, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I saw I saw a drama on there is uh, set in a uh, a boxing world. It's about a uh, it's about a gay couple, uh, one of who is the world heavyweight champion, um, who's played by Tiny Lister, and he refuses to retire from boxing, and he doesn't want anyone to realize that he's gay. So uh, he's trying to cover that up, but it's causing real problems at home with his husband. Uh, who's played by Ving Rhames. So so Ving uh, decides to enter into the world of boxing as well and challenges him for the title because he figures the only way to save his marriage is to literally beat it into his husband there. It's, uh... (laughs) They call it uh, a mix between uh, Brokeback Mountain meets Rocky. Uh, It's called No Glove, No Love. So... uh, (laughs) He's gonna murder you, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was that was Danny's movie. It was like, pick up your, oh, that's right. pick up your bum. <laughs> so, <laughs> make those pancakes, you bum. <laughs> pick up your bum and beat it into your boyfriend. <laughs> my, my movie was more. I'm yeah, gonna. Your movie was more something. <laughs> <laughs> my movie was more I love you fool but I'm gonna beat you down <laughs> oh wow did you actually get Zeus Lister to come in and say was that him uh, I think that was Ving just like <laughs> oh uh, yeah oh, that's what okay. I meant <laughs> uh, Zeus sounds the same but uh, the vision goes like each direction so. <laughs> <laughs> but his eyebrow does it so just aim at the middle exactly <laughs> <laughs> and why the all hell right, well, is it eating up all the satellites? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we going with this? This is awesome. <laughs> I, I think we watched something. Uh, yeah, I think oh. that was the point. Then. <laughs> so I actually watched a real movie. Uh, oh wow! I thought I'd just go ahead and bring this one up, but I watched the newest Hellraiser movie, The Hellraiser Judgment, and well, not that I'm recommending it. Was but it you like can tell that? Was it like Strangeland? It looked like Strangeland. It's it's really more like Seven. And okay. So what's going on with the with the Hellraiser series is obviously Dimension is buying all these scripts, and they just decide that somewhere in this script we got to stick, you know, Pinhead in this somewhere. <laughs> That's all they're doing because they are not Hellraiser movies at all. It's kind of like at the, the end that Cloverfield end, paradox pin, thing. It's like we have this movie here. Yeah. Let's just slap Cloverfield on it. Right. 
but yeah, man. So and, and the other thing is they they've got John Cleese playing Pinhead, so it just doesn't make a lot of sense, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. And every were, time I murder you, I'll go. Boing! <laughs> are are you insinuating that our movies weren't real? No, because you said you watched a real movie, but then <laughs> then you said John Cleese played Pinhead. <laughs> So I don't know what to think. A hand on one, a fist in the other, you know, something like that. No, that was that was Mark's movie. <laughs> right. Dang it. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here before we get a tailspin. That's it for What Did You Watch? What did oh, play those drums, boy. Power Hour is brought to you by Deep Fried Critter Fritters, the only fritters that bite back, a hungry heifer exclusive, and loyal subjects of Mongo like you. Hail Ming! Alright everybody, you know what time it is. It's time to take the time machine and go back to 1986, but... Before we do that, in order to pay the bills and order us another package of Rolos, we have to do our sponsors. So let's see who our lo- lovely sponsors are this week. Mark, we got sponsors. We got sponsors. Uh, my first sponsor is a little company called Love Pigs. It's romantic pork product baskets. This Valentine's Day, don't give candy, don't give flowers. Pork, the one you love. <laughs> Oh, oh my god that's that's perfect i thought i thought when we, i thought when we took a break we kind of reset everything <laughs> but nope we're right back where we were <laughs> well played right, mark pork, pork the one you love what else we got well i got another one here um this is cologne by summer's eve S- smell like the man she expects you to be smell like a douche. <laughs> oh. <laughs> two hams will fill him. Two hams will fill him. Why don't you feed him? Two hams. <laughs> okay. I actually got one by a real person. <laughs> Are you suggesting you mine weren't him? real? <laughs> Are you suggesting our other stuff is not real? You're breaking the wall, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry. But, yeah, man, I'm super excited about this one because we got uh, the the one and only from from Smokey Robinson and and, and whatever his band was, the Miracles or whatever. (laughs) We got Smokey Smokey Robinson smokeless ashtrays where the motto is, no smoke, no joke. <laughs> Smokey Robinson, smokeless ashtrays, and possibly Daddy, the miracles. What you got? <laughs> man, I got. Yeah, nothing. that's it. I, I messed up, man. It, yeah, the his is the the slogan is, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
my sponsorship is brought to you this week by Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson products, real products for real people who really need real help. <laughs> Family owned. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If it's physically possible, it's time for us to jump into the time machine and go back to 1986. Here we go. You're killing me. Hey, watch the elbows, man. Build my miracle wolf. Oh, it's all over the sea. Miracle wolf. It's easy to spread. Yeah, spread all over my pants. <laughs> I don't hey, make... look. Ah. Hey, it's, 19... <laughs> it's 1986. Hey, it's 1986. Hey, Woo! we've been here before. <laughs> the only last time Is I was it... 12. Maybe yep. we should work out something with the time chicken because every time we come back, we just come back to the same spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly the same people passing by. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is kind of like Groundhog Day, except it's it's always a different time, and we never really spend the whole day here. We just watch a movie and go. Look over there, hey, lady with the bigger head hat. Yeah. Didn't we just leave this place? <laughs> <laughs> I think we disappeared and then came right back to the exact same spot. I think so, I think so too. Yeah. I, think I think the so. people need to know where the time chicken came from. So we need to do a special about his his coop and the uh, the, the abusive farmer that left him codependent on you know agriculture. We need he people had a need to know life. this stuff. Yeah, he had a rough life, and that's the reason he does do a, lot, do a lot of public appearances. I mean, he'll show up in a cockfight, but you know that's that's different, I guess. Hey, who won't, right? But. Uh, what? Well, who won't show up at a cockfight? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, he's got to support his people. Baby. That's right. And every once in a while, you just got to smack him in the back of his chicken head and be like, "Why are you so fat? Why are you so fat?" You know, like. Kind of like <laughs> Hail Ming. He's gonna get on. Okay, Bach. <laughs> We've got to talk about this movie. We're gonna. It's gonna be the Hail Ming two hour power, two power, two hour mm. power. Mm. By the time you get that so, out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we got a synopsis in today's shop. Synopsis. Today's Shopkins brought to you by Synopsis. By Sean Connery. It's a. It's, it's the ever popular The Weasel, Polly Shore. Hey, buddy. It's The Weasel. I'm here to tell you about some fuzzballs munching on some grindage. Hey, who are you, buddy? What's with the gnarly getup? <laughs> Evil takes all forms, whether they be demonic hedgehogs from beyond the veil of night, or an annoying big mouth dandy who exposes himself to too much Chinese herb. But rest assured, I, Captain Kronos, vampire hunter, shall be there to destroy the scourge of evil. Critters was released in the year of our Lord, 1986. It features D. Wallace, M. Emmett Walsh, and Billy Zane. Wow. So, folks, come on. Let's be realistic here. 
Where else? What other show can you listen to to hear to hear Polly Shore get beat up by Captain Kronos? Man, we we probably that's need right. To do you Captain have no Kronos answer for again. me. That's right. <laughs> I think we need to do Captain Kronos again. I got a feeling hey, he'll make sure. a comeback. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, about Captain Kronos Part Two? <laughs> Captain, Captain Kronos Part Two. Hey, yeah. how did that that uh, survey actually end up working out? Like, we never finished that. I'll have to go back. Yeah, we're we're bad about that. <laughs> yeah, so our, all the fans that voted for us to do another uh, farcical, uh, yeah, we forgot what it was. <laughs> well, we'll go back and do it. We just haven't done the farcical yet, so we're still not technically uh, overdue. We just haven't done it. That was it, folks. That that voting that was the farcical. <laughs> that was the farcical. <laughs> yes, folks, the wheels are flying off the wheelless time machine right here. April Fools. Uh, All right, was in May. let's get into this. Okay. All right. Thank you, hey, Rick, Mr. Calendar what is your dude? first reason? Yes. What is your first reason to watch 1986 Critters? This is going out on a great big stretch for this, but I really have to go for I mean, there's a lot of great stuff in this movie, a lot of fun, a lot of just super 80s feel, but I really have to go for that gourd-headed floating alien at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> man phantom phantom uh the phantom menace ripped this movie off <laughs> that's all i got to say about this this movie's an originator and you didn't even know it big gourd headed flying dude on a little platform floating around like he's some yoda or something pushing buttons yeah that's the reason to watch critters yo yeah I, I love right. that guy too because uh, I think he might be psychic because uh, at the beginning of the movie the uh, the aliens are getting ready to escape from space prison but there's no indication that they're getting ready to and he just says hmm the krites are up to something <laughs> how do you <Right>. know <laughs> <laughs> it's that big head I think he also tells I think he tells the, the body the, the, the body hunters bounty hunters <laughs> uh, that I have a job for you. And he never even moves his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think that's the same guy that, that like uh, enlisted the Power Rangers, isn't it? <laughs> you will be the Black Ranger. Uh, so, Mark, All right, that's my pick. Mark, what is your next reason? Your first reason? My first reason uh, would have to be how well-developed the aliens are. Uh, we covered floaty giant head man there <laughs> but, uh, uh just the critters themselves they're uh they're known as the krites on their world and when they get to earth they're just critters uh but a lot of thought went behind them because uh you gotta take these little tiny characters no bigger than let's say a hedgehog or so and try to turn it no bigger than a squirrel <laughs> <laughs> try to turn it into something really scary and so you like make them into these little piranha characters but they're not very physically threatening so they use these little harpoons in the back of their their necks to stun their victims and then eat them while they're down they can't run fast so they roll up in little balls and just take off that way and so a lot of thought went into making this Basically a hand puppet, very scary monster there. Yeah, and they they shoot You're their right quills. On it, man. The, the quills have like a sedative on them. I mean, they're 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 efficient predators for what they are. They're scary. <laughs> they're land piranha, it's, you know. 
It's exactly what I had written down, too. It's like, who would have thought that a hand puppet could be so effective? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, never mind. (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. (laughs) All right. All right, Danny. All right, so you got Gordhead, and then we've got the uh, the 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 actual menace of the Krites. Uh, I agree, but I'm gonna have to say the the best reason to watch this movie, in in my opinion, is the garbage disposal segue. There's there's a deputy who gets attacked by the Krite, and it's like, ah, 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 and then it just it shifts right to uh, to D. Wallace throwing something in the garbage disposal back in the kitchen. Great segue for a great movie. Congratulations. Woo! <laughs> Rick Flair approved. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, Rick. That that brings it back to me. Well, you know what? Because this is in the movie nonstop, and you think I'm going to talk about critters or maybe Billy Zane's hairdo, but no, I'm going to talk about Johnny Steele Johnny and his video Steel. <laughs> and the song that Johnny Steele sings about twenty times, which kind of goes like this. That's, That's good stuff. Man. You know, for a made-up 80s pop song, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> it, it's as good as any Survivor song. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like you took Tim Curry and just put a big, you know, a big 80s hairdo on him, man. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, all joking aside, it's kind of what I like about this movie is that the, the aliens are pretty well-developed, the main characters are pretty well-developed, and the world they put them in, they have this hit song. And they didn't just get something for the soundtrack. They they decided they would make that so that they could add it in later, as uh, one of the bounty hunters. You know, Johnny Steele is one talk- of these guys. You know, you you mean this song? Yeah. Wait, are the shadows calling and the streets are calling? Well, yeah, man. You you, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> like you'd think the shadows would be like. I don't know. Are, is it, does it all have to be calling? Sure. <laughs> Mark, it, it <laughs> What's rhymes. your next reason to watch Critters? Okay, so my next reason, um, let's see, is that uh, Brad, the little, I guess the main character in it, the little kid in it. Yeah. He is a scary little bugger there because <laughs> he spends all of his time sitting in his room making explosives. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember watching it when I was a kid, going just not thinking much about it. Going back and watching it now, I'm like, man, this kid needs therapy. <laughs> You're like, man, this kid was watching the gate. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> or phantasm. And we're not just talking little firecrackers either. He destroys a spaceship with one of these things. <laughs> He's been putting I mean, yeah. some work into it. <laughs> But it is a you know it's it's a spaceship for little things, so it's it's probably not all that big. Because that is what we like: little things hitting little things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I time banned it. I thought we already talked about the cockfight. I, that's, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my next reason. 
my next reason to watch it. No, it's not the power of the night. It's not the garbage disposal segue or or, or the, even the bounty hunters. Actually, it is. It's the bounty hunters. <laughs> Man, these guys. Yeah. There are two of them. Like, th- these guys are, are moving the crites from one place to another, right? And and as soon as they get away, they're like, get me the bounty hunters. They're only these two guys. It's like, don't put a bounty on it and let all the bounty hunters, like, fight it out for these guys. No, just call these two guys. They might as well be, like, on the payroll. <laughs> And they've got like these white glowing heads and they can like transform into whatever, you know, form. And their names are Ugg and Lee. Ugg <laughs> Lee, yeah. Ugg, I mean, I mean sink in. that's just perfect there. What does this guy make you think of? Ugg. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, th- these two guys, they got cool outfits. They got these, these cool extension cannons that in this one, they like blow a whole wall away. And in the second one, they kind of like pinpoint... Like a, I don't know, like a fist-sized target, which I think is a downgrade. But either way, man, the the bounty hunters continue through this whole series to be an up and up point. They're they're an awesome addition to the whole mythology of critters. Actually, earlier when I said Johnny Steele in the video thing, I left out a big part of that, and that's the transformation that's going on while the video's playing in the spaceship. Because you know they can adapt to any face that they see. And this dude picks Johnny Steele, who's the singer in the band. And while he's singing on a video screen, you get this really cool transformation where, like, it just completely melts the glowing head away, and it's down to a skull, and you see blood and stuff rushing up. Into it. It's a really good effect. Yeah. And I mean, then you get the other one. The other one never can find the right face, and that's that's just this comical thing that goes on throughout it. Which, you know, you don't expect it to have that kind of humor in it, but it actually really works. <laughs> Yeah, the guy says, nothing likes me. I, I, that always stuck with me. I, I like that phrasing. It's almost like a form has to have some affinity for him that he can kind of share or something. I don't know. He's just, but he says that. And, uh, of course, he transforms into a pinup in the next one. We'll, we'll get into the next one the next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like how uh, it took like so long for uh, the Johnny Steele one to form and the muscles form and the skin forms over and all that. And then, uh, what was the other one's name? Lee, was it? Uh, sure. Yeah, he just, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll just look at something and then be like, and turn into that person. I'm like, wow, you took no time at all there. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. can only afford that one effect, you know, <laughs> in, that, in that one scene, really. And he transformed so many times, they had to do it differently. <laughs> you know, but if you want to see that, right. that, like, that muscle effect, like, when we get back to Warwick at Ajax, I can do that. That? Uh, no thanks. <laughs> It smells really bad, but I can do it. I can do it, but I can only do it once. <laughs> Rick, what is your no, next it's reason? Mark. It's Mark. Is it my turn? Okay. No, no, Mark yeah, went, you, and I went, you, then you went. Because you were just I'm elaborating on Danny's point. Oh, okay. oh, well, yeah, but it goes you and then Mark and then me. I've got it. I'm checking it. Okay. You, then Mark, then me. So Mark went before me and said something. But we can go back to Mark. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so you started with me though. <laughs> so I'll just say the next reason to watch this movie: the Billy Zane buffet. Uh, <laughs> Billy Zane uh, plays the uh, boyfriend of the uh, the main family's daughter, uh, the farmer's daughter, if you will, and uh, she. Uh, takes him out to the barn because they're going to fool around and because it's very romantic setting up in the hay with a little stereo playing there. And 
she tells him to turn some music on or something, so he reaches over to the radio, and the critter comes out, just bites his fingers right off, and then jumps into his stomach and just starts chewing away at him. And you know he's just holding this little furry puppet to his stomach, (laughs) but still, he sells it really well there. As a kid... That is what scared the hell out of me with these movies. Yeah, when when it's up in their guts, yeah. and like it's yeah. there's something about them rooting around in the guts just made me go. That this is the most frightening thing in the world. Like it, when, it really did when stick re- with me. He reaches up to the radio and it just takes his two middle fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And you know what would have stopped him if when he got to the radio he played this. <laughs> Power of the night. And since his two middle fingers are gone, he's already doing the, the rock and roll yeah, sign he's got there. The hand up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While bleeding yeah. profusely. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I saw a review of this movie where somebody was like, and all the Kreitz had different personalities. So I was kind of looking for it, and that dude was wrong. <laughs> I mean, they have more personality than I than I remember them being like mindless eating things. They talked and stuff, which I didn't remember, which is cool. But like they, it's not like I can pick one out from the other. Mm. One of them's not wearing a headband or something. Well, I mean, if if you name them like this, you got sarcastic one, you got cussing one, you got uh, shoot them one, you got the toilet one. I mean, <laughs> if you want to name them names like that, you then got fine. the toilet one. <laughs> then you got the one that gets really big and just reaches its arm through the vent. Rah! Which I- or the one that picks up the little <laughs> picks up the little explosive and puts it in his mouth and just. <laughs> <laughs> just falls blows over. up and just falls over. Yeah, that's... That one's named Smokey. <laughs> I love the big one because there's no explanation why that's the only one that grew big. It's like... Well, they're, they're eating. Yeah, but they're like, all... I guess he got more to eat. They're all eating, but he's the only one who got man-sized there. It's just like, yeah. He ate the most, I guess. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a full course of Zane. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, who's next? <laughs> I don't know now. <laughs> I'll start over, and we can go whatever uh, whatever we need to get in. So, <laughs> so I'll okay. go, then then Rick, you go, and then we'll be back to Mark, and then okay, Nina. okay. <clears throat> so uh, my next reason is so I just want to point out that. This movie doesn't have stereotypical rednecks who are all too dumb to live. The the dad's like, oh, look, this one of the one of the herd has been destroyed. I don't want to see what did this. Let's go back and call the cops. He doesn't go. Well, this is my cow. I need to. I mean, like, I, I love the fact that everybody is is believably likable, you know, and and nobody's really there to be fodder. Even Billy Zane's kind of likable, except for the deputy. And yeah. I'm going to say that right now. I've got a I've got a sound clip of the deputy flirting with the. Uh, uh, and I think it's called Flirting Deputy is my sound clip number. And this guy's just hateable from the beginning, and he gets killed just at the right time, which is first. This is GXP1198. Come in, Alpha Tango Delta. Over. What is it, Jeff? Over. Hey, Sal. Hey, uh, how about we get some uh, donuts and coffee after work, huh? Over. Not tonight, Jeff. Not ever. Over. Uh, 
I uh, copy Alpha Tango Delta over and out. <laughs> I mean, he's he's macking on her, and, and he's just this slime ball. Uh, maybe that isn't the the best. I mean, he doesn't last long enough to really have a lot. But you get from her response that he's just really always uh, giving her a hard time, and and uh, then he gets ed up. I always think of this yeah. as before Neelix served lunch on Voyager, he was lunch on Earth. Oh, is that the same guy? <laughs> same guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks better as a giraffe man. <laughs> All right. So that was me. So we're back to Rick. What's your reason? All right. Well, yeah, Mark uh, Mark kind of brought up Billy Zane earlier. So I'm going with Billy Zane as well. I've got Billy Zane with hair. There's <laughs> a reason to watch this movie. He's got the little ponytail in the back. He looks like he'd been on the set of the pirate movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing like an open shirt. Yeah. yeah. I can't <laughs> not like that guy, though. It's Billy Zane, man. I mean, I I, I, hope, I was kind of hoping when we saw him in person that he would, like, come out and do the little, the little uh, hey the who dance that he did in, uh, in, in Demon <laughs> yeah. Knight. Demon Knight. I hate all this <laughs> Western, hey the ho hurry like, I love that. So, yeah, man, Billy Zane with hair. It's, it's worth checking out. So, there you go. That's all my right. next reason. Always a treat. Mark, back to you. Well, Rick kind of brought it up before, but I'm going to say... For the best... Billy Zane? (laughs) The best monster death ever in a movie is when (laughs) the the little critter is like, just ate Billy Zane, he's going to eat Brad's sister, and he takes one of his fireworks and throws it at him. Little monster picks it up, swallows it. And you expect in these kind of movies that thing's just going to (laughs) explode. There's a pop, some smoke comes out of his mouth, and he just falls over dead. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I agree, I love it. <laughs> that was just perfect. It, it's almost Tom and Jerry. It's like you expect to see his body expand out, yeah. but not explode. Yeah, you know, yeah like his little captured. his little cheeks and lips go. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. So my next reason. Is the uh, is the the dad? I, I don't I don't have his name, but but the yeah. the the, uh, the farmer guy, his bowling shirt, man, because it's a bowling pin in like the <laughs> yes. the, the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Nolan Void sign. <laughs> it's like yeah. the pinbusters. I love it. Yep, I've got the Ghostbuster ripoff bowling shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's a reason to watch it. Look for it. You know, dude's cool. Effects are great. Bowling pin shirt, man. <laughs> and not to mention, in the bowling alley later on, there's another group of shirts that are bright, sparkly orange, and they're called the Honey Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Those are almost as ridiculous. <laughs> That's in the scene where uh, where, where uh, Johnny Steele goes bowling, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Which we will get to. You are bringing up the dad while ago, and I love the fact that you never even know the little boy's name till about, I don't know, 45 minutes into it. Because he goes, boy, get back upstairs. And he just calls him boy the whole time. Yeah. Boy. It's like, what are you, the tall man all of a sudden? <laughs> well, I, I like that, you know, that uh, D. Wallace, too, with him, he's like, and no supper. And and D. Wallace is like, oh, and, he, and he's like, Helen? Like, there's, I mean, it, it isn't stereotype that you really believe that this is a family and you really care about them. It's, it just kind of helps to make it a scarier movie because you want them to live. Yeah. All right, Rick, it's back up to you. Didn't I just do one? You were talking because you brought up the uh, the pin, pin busters and the honey boys after mine. All right, what the heck? 
Yeah. Let's go with Charlie. Let's go with Charlie. <laughs> I think Charlie is the next reason to watch this movie. The guy that thinks that aliens are talking through his teeth and he's drinking all the time. It's Don Keith Opper's his name. And he is Corman royalty. I wouldn't say royalty, but he really comes off the cuff of, of being like even assistant directors or assistant photographers for some of the movies that Corman did back in the day. So he comes, he kind of comes from that line of filmmaking, and it shows. <laughs> yeah, he kind of kind of uh, reminds me of like a like a cut rate drunk um, Jeffrey Combs. Gene Hackman. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say Jeffrey Combs. They're the same kind of, you know, like like squirrely, you know. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, sallow faced. And this was miscreant. A, this was a time of uh, time period where uh, town drunks were were funny, cra- wacky people, and not people with right. disability disabilitating diseases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can have fun with this guy who's wasting his life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Charlie's in the lockup. Better wake him up. Make sure he gets to work before he gets fired again. (laughs) Boy, didn't I tell you not to hang out with Charlie? Mark. It's you, buddy. Okay, so, my reason? A priest, a cop, a drunk, and a rock star all walk into a bowling alley together. Stop me if you've heard this one. (laughs) Nice. So the bounty hunters, they, as we established, can turn into different people here. One is clearly affixed on this rock star image. Uh, the other one, he he finds the uh, the dead cop and he turns into him, and his face is all gnarly and stuff. So then they stop by a a church and he turns into the priest, and then they go over to the bowling alley where he morphs into Charlie. And just that whole them in the bowling alley sequence is just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they just walk in. They're like, have no idea what bowling is. No one understands what they are. Guy picks up one of the balls, just looks at it, palms the bowling ball. <laughs> Doesn't stick his fingers <laughs> in it. He palms it, picks it up, and just shoots it down the, down the aisle, breaking the pins. <laughs> I think somebody yeah. says, what team are they on? <laughs> and then just, you know, they they don't really like the, the establishment, so they just start shooting it up there. <laughs> so, Understandable. Yeah. It's, it wasn't their, their bowling night, so, you know, they got a little, little miffed. What do you mean you don't have skee-ball in here? <laughs> exactly. Let's burn this joker down. <laughs> they wanted to play whack-a-mole, but they couldn't find the crates there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. That whole sequence is great. You know, I was gonna point out like like uh, while Lee is shooting the TV with his giant cannon thing, the bartender is is breaking a baseball bat over Ugg's head, and <laughs> right. it's almost like you don't even notice the guy's breaking a baseball bat. I had to rewind it because the guy had a broken baseball bat. I was like, did they yeah. show him swing it? But it's like at the same time, he swings it and hits him in the back of the head, and 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 dude doesn't react at all. So I mean. Yeah. I don't know they almost missed an opportunity to have him break the bat, but it I don't know, it's it's a great scene. It's uh it's kinda Terminator two. Yeah. You know, walking into the bar and throwing people around. <laughs> and I think one of the witnesses says they was all dressed up funny like they was from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually I, I got the, the sound clip and I almost kept that, but I got the sound clip of where that's reported to the uh to the overworked sheriff. Uh, 
<laughs> I think I've got it as uh, shooting up the bolorama. <laughs> yeah, right here. Now, hold it, hold it, hold it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not reading you clear, so I'll repeat that. Over. Reverend Miller, Charlie McFadden, and some stranger just shot up the bar at the bolorama lanes. Over. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, that's M. Emmett Walsh who plays the sheriff, and he's great and everything. <laughs> oh, and I, I've got something to tag on to that because the scene where he's in the bed and he answers the phone. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed or not, but over on the wall is like a newspaper cutout of Dolly Parton on the wall. Oh, God. <laughs> for, for, I mean, just so random because it's not like a little bitty picture frame, it's just like. You know what? This wall's needing something. How about a picture of Dolly Parton? Here's one in the magazine, and just it's just sticking on the wall. I, I thought you were going to say there was a horse in bed with him, like an airplane, but <laughs> that's almost funnier. Uh, I, I, when I can't see M. Emmett Walsh in anything without thinking about Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona, where he's working yeah. in that. He's got steel the sandwich foundry. in one hand. <laughs> No, not Bill Parker, that mother scratcher. No, Bill Pearson. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, right. We got to do Raising Arizona. That's a, Raising. It's a great movie. So, yeah. M. 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 Walsh, he, he has the thing about doing movies with bounty hunters. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good point. Um, was well, so I kind of I kind of piggybacked on the end of yours by mentioning that about M. Emmett Walsh, but my next reason is uh, the cop car in reverse, man. Like so, the, the bounty hunters are like <laughs> yes. they 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 take they take the deputy's car because he's been all that up, and they're like, well, dude, too bad, and they're just ripping the console apart, and they, the the dispatchers on the radio talking to them, and they get annoyed with that, so they tear that off, and one of them's got his hand on the shotgun that's that's uh, that's in the that's in the the holder there, and then the other one yeah, it's, it's manages to get to the, the car started. For safety, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the it's in the rack, you know, so it's locked in there, and so he throws it in reverse and starts it somehow and backs up over the curb and the and the the shotgun goes off and shoots the roof of the car, and then they, I guess they can't figure out what they did exactly, so they just drive the Joker in reverse, <laughs> <laughs> and they just reverse it into town, man. All the scenes with these guys are great because they don't know how to work any of the technology because it's either just so old-fashioned or whatever. But <laughs> but every scene, with the, it, it, I'm sorry, it, it makes the movies. I mean, I know it's critters and it's about those creatures, but the bounty hunters just trying to go from you know place to place and deal with this stuff is just hilarious. Well, it's a whole package. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, going into the church and just <laughs> kicking the door down and go, we're here for the Christ. <laughs> and they're going, uh... Okay. <laughs> well, and you know, you, you get a little allusion to that by the guy who hires him, who's like, who's like, and I, you know, I'm giving you all the information you need so that you can you can be discreet. I don't want to see damage like the last time you went, and they just cut him off. So you know, you get right. the feeling they're like, ah, oh, we get down there, we we'll say, hey, where are the crites to everybody we see until somebody says, I saw some crites, and then go get them, <laughs> <laughs> and it works. All right, so that was me, Rick. What's your next reason? Uh, I'm almost out, but I, I will say I, I've got a couple of here. I mean, we covered some of them. Toilet, toilet critter. I mean, we yeah. got that. Uh, we got a cat named Chewy. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yep. And you get the. But how about the critters? <laughs> how about the critters when they fly away in the ship and they come over and they just, <laughs> and they just blow the house up? And they just start <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it right here. Critters blowing up the farmhouse 
for spite. I mean, cause they're, they're free. They, they really don't have any reason to, but they blow up that ship. They blow up that house. And, the, and, and then they laugh, laugh, just like, <laughs> <laughs> They're bad dudes. I mean, they were about to leave. They're, they're on their way out. They've won. They're just like, you know what? We're just going to make them homeless just for just for the heck of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the last thing I got is just the blowing up of the house. <laughs> they're kind of like, if you've seen Lilo and Stitch, they're kind of like Stitch, only they also mm-hmm. like eviscerate people. <laughs> right. Mark, what do you have? Okay, so we mentioned the Chewy cat. And uh, yeah. uh, for the record, the, the cat named Chewy does live through the movie, so don't expect him to get eaten. <laughs> um, I'd have to say when Brad finds uh, the bounty hunters in the uh, in the cop car uh that was a good scene because he's run out uh run out of the house he's escaped he's gone to get help he finds the cop car he gets him to stop jumps in and starts you know telling him the story and then realizes they're not cops one of them looks like charlie uh the other one he recognizes as a, a rock star and he's like what's going on here and it just <laughs> really made me think Really soak that in for a moment. <laughs> Your family's being attacked by wild animals. You run out to get help. You find what you think are cops, and inside the cop car is your drunk uncle who doesn't do anything right. And Van Halen. <laughs> and That should have been bl- playing on the radio, man. Yeah. I mean, how do you wrap your mind around that? <laughs> That's right. I, I love this kid because he's the typical 80s foul-mouthed kid from a movie, too. You know, like he's dropping the S-bomb. He's yelling at his sister. You know, I I, I just love him. And uh, and I, I agree with you. He handles the situation as well as you could expect. And I'm glad you brought that up, too, because... Uh, it does. They do a good job of establishing his character real early on because uh, his slingshot gets broken, and uh, Charlie fixes it. And he, they're testing it out, and Charlie accidentally shoots his sister in the behind with the slingshot, and instantly Brad grabs the slingshot out of his hand and just runs because he realizes Charlie will get fired if he gets caught with it. So. He's willing to take the heat for his friend there. So I just thought that was a really great little scene there. Brad? Is that his name? Brad? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's a good character. I mean, I've, I've got a couple of, uh, of sound bites of him lying to his dad, but they're not necessary. Um, I, I got them because they were kind of funny. You know, one of them, he, he tries to plead the Fifth Amendment, and his dad says, this isn't a democracy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think that's great. I just I think it's good writing. Um and then there's another one where, you know, his dad catches him in a tree and he's like, the earthquake shook me out of my room. <laughs> shook me out of here like, in the tree. And it was his dad's amazing. like, cut the bowl. Come on, let's go. I mean, it's just a really likable family. And when he, kind of like poltergeist. And when he climbed yep, down from very, that tree. Well, very much. When he climbed down from that tree, too, his dad just looked at him and said, looks like you've done that a couple of times. <laughs> uh-huh. so, it's funny you bring up poltergeist because to me, the ending of this movie is a reverse poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, the way Poltergeist ends is right opposite of the way this movie ends. <laughs> I only have, I mean, yeah, just like I've got like two more things to say about it. M- Mark, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Um, 
Can't. Just 24 more, that's all. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> uh, I'm going to name every critter right now. <laughs> there was uh, there was toilet critter. There was uh, yappy critter. Guy. There was uh, cat guy. There was stairway guy. There was this guy. <laughs> uh, no, I kind of like what you're saying about the ending there. I have uh, the alien easy button fixes the house. <laughs> Man, yeah. That, the aliens give him this little communication device, like, you know, call us if you ever need us. And they get back to their house, which has been destroyed, and the the button on the little device is blinking, so he just presses it. And then their house just reforms <laughs> right up to the, yeah. the curtains going back up. I mean, so... <laughs> it sucks the cat back in, and the cat's, like, somewhere hiding behind a basket or something in there. I think they found he's him in, in the, the mailbox. mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in the mailbox. It's like with the ease that Kreitz can destroy, bounty hunters can rebuild. That doesn't make any sense. I guess you it's have Boba right. Fett it, built by house. <laughs> It'll make for a great commercial, though. <laughs> well, they kind of the alien easy button. <laughs> they got to establish that they're very destructive people, so I guess they have to have that kind of insurance on. Them. So, um, deja vu. It's back on you. It's back on you. <laughs> so, I, I've got to say, I love the montage of Kreitz doing things. Yes. <laughs> Tearing up pillows yeah. and, and fighting over stuff. And, and, and like, I, I mean, it's, it's every bit of Gremlins. Yep. Right? I mean, it's, exactly it's 100% Gremlins doing hokey stuff. And, and I love it. It's just a little montage of them cutting loose like yep. they were ever, you know, proper and prim. But still. One of them eats E.T. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like trying to communicate with him. He's like, yeah, hey, what's up? You're an alien too. What's happening? Okay, you're not going to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> and then the only other thing I've got is is I love the fact that Sheriff Hal rolls up his windows. <laughs> like, when it looks like stuff's going to go bad, when he pushes the button and the wind picks up, the sheriff rolls up his windows and starts to start the car like, I got to get out of here and leave this family. Get out of here. <laughs> I love it. And that's all I got, really. That's it. Uh, rating time, time. All right, we're going to give this movie a rating. Danny, what do you rate this mother? I'm gonna give this ten krites because I'm I'm gonna you know I'm gonna give a shout out to the two that got killed because they ate too much at the beginning of the movie. All right, I'll give this uh, two phallic hand cannons that extend. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And I'm gonna give it 473 powers of the night. <laughs> Streets are calling. And uh, I, I guess we need to do remake or no, right? In our opinion, uh, uh, no. I'm inclined to agree. It doesn't seem like nowadays like developing human characters is what movies do well. They do right. special effects well. The special effects in this were fine. Yeah, we don't need CGI critters, really. We don't. And, and really, like, uh, you know, creating characters that, you know, are just there to get killed in nasty ways as Sir Robin would say. I just don't think it's necessary, so I say no as well. Well, I'm kind of on the fence right. on this one, because um, it's a good movie, 
But, you know, there is room for improvement on there. And if done right, sure. then, yeah, I think a remake could, could do very well. It's just... I've seen what Hollywood's been doing with remakes lately, so I don't have much faith mm-hmm. in them. So we have to get some people who really love the material to redo it if they're going yep. to redo it. <laughs> yeah, and I think we all three agree with that. I think it, it could be... There is room for improvement, but... Those are not the things they would improve on. <laughs> they would mess with the the rest of it that actually makes it awesome. So that's that's why it hurts it. So it's a no. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I, I do. I mean, but I think you could say that about anything. If it was done right, it would be great. But um, I don't think it would be done right. Yeah. The laws think, of average say that wouldn't happen. <laughs> there would be more explosions and a whole lot more critters, and probably there would be some marines in there. Maybe if they named them all and all the critters did have different personalities, that would be an interesting sure. take. Maybe they could have the whole thing from the critter's point of view. Yeah. They could have I like smoky <laughs> I like smoky critter. They could have Billy Zane come back to reprise his role, except now he's like in his his fifties and he's dating this teenage girl. <laughs> hey, uh, what if they brought him back go to the barn? Yeah. yeah. What if they what if they brought him back though and he was like it's kind of like an American werewolf when he comes back. He's not really dead because he can't die till you kill all the critters. <laughs> he's just this like lump of hamburger meat sitting over there. Go, hey, I'm Billy Zane. I think I he can't was, die till you kill all the critters. Wasn't that what he played in Demon Knight? <laughs> Pretty close. Somebody, please find that last critter. <laughs> and and I got to give a shout out to the end of this movie, which I, I think we we forgot to mention, but we were all thinking of. The end question mark, right? Because at the end of this, they find right. little eggs in the That's untouched right. barn. And then the black yeah. glove comes in with Ming's ring on it, picks one of the eggs up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> and I think that's it for all of our, you know, canned little ideas to do about movies. All right. What does Brian Blessed think of this movie here? Brian Blessed, what do you think of the 1986 classic Critters? <laughs> shut up! Shut Will you oh, shut okay. up? All right. He must be busy or something. He's tired. Uh, <laughs> did you feed him dinner? No. He eats like a whole plate of ham. Yeah, he could eat about, eat a whole Billy Zane right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be right back. Yeah. That's going to be my new thing there. I'm so hungry I could eat a Billy Zane. <laughs> Gentlemen, we have a situation. The Krites have escaped the maximum security asteroid, and we need you, the advanced galactic god, to stop them. No problem, sir. Tell us about these Krites. They are a violent, sadistic eating machine. They are also fuzzy balls. How's that again? Fuzzy balls. Big, round, fuzzy balls. I have a pair of fuzzy balls right here. Oh god, don't, don't show me. We originally had ten fuzzy balls, but two had to be taken out, oh god. But while those two fuzzy balls are just lying here on the table for all to see, eight more fuzzy balls are out there. That's four pair of 
fuzzy balls in people's faces. Uh, can we not call them the, you know, handle my fuzzy balls? What? I need you to take them in hand and handle them. Handle my fuzzy balls before they grow too big and get too wild. Stuff my fuzzy balls back in the penal system. I want you to handle my fuzzy balls. I need you to handle my fuzzy balls. I'm not very comfortable with this assignment. Are you saying you can't handle my fuzzy balls? I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Say it. What? Say it. I can't handle your fuzzy balls. <sighs> Very well. We'll get the bounty hunters to handle this one. You, I want you to go after another species. The rods. The rods are large and smooth-headed. Okay, that's it. I quit. <laughs> everybody that's gonna do it for this episode hey i don't know about y'all but we had an absolute blast with this you're probably gonna hate this show because we're laughing way too much at stuff that's not funny <laughs> but uh hey there's nothing wrong with that we are enjoying being together and that's the fun of all this thing so you can be along with us too if you want so we we're gonna have a contest and like just have somebody just i don't know add a new person to the show every week i mean but they keep coming back they you know, don't stop we just keep adding a new person every week and the goal is to get up to as many people as we have episodes. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> you mean like new listeners or like? No, like bringing people on the show, like oh, new like... co-hosts. The only yeah. show with sixty-seven co-hosts, <laughs> and we could see we could use that tagline every week. <laughs> the only show with sixty-eight co-hosts. <laughs> right. The only show with sixty-nine. It's like, it's like Keith Moon with his drum set, right? He just kept adding one more drum to it. <laughs> No, man, this has been a blast. I, I've really enjoyed uh, getting together. We we kind of we missed each other here for the last couple of weeks, so this yeah. is good to get back together. So you're probably hearing a lot of nonsense on here that we would normally cut out, but hey, it's fun. <laughs> on top of that, we want to talk about the awesome critters, man. I, I highly recommend it. I think I think if you haven't seen it, you should just you know jump off a cliff or something because you're missing an important part of your life. I think what Rick meant to say is the point of this show is to get people to watch these movies. So if you haven't watched it, go out and watch it rather than go. commit suicide. That's what, that's what I meant. And really. I'm going to say that, that when I saw this movie, I was, you know, I was much younger. And I remember it being a really, really scary. You know, I remember the, the critters being these just unstoppable. I, I remember there being hundreds of them. So, I mean, you know, it left this impression to me. When I went and revisited it, it's every bit as good a movie, but it's a totally yeah. different movie that I remember. So, you know, sure. I, I could have all... been disappointed, but it was done so well. Because there's only seven of them. There's Sleepy, Dopey, Doc, Happy, Toilet. Uh, there's I mean, Drugo. <laughs> yeah. B B uh, Billy Zane. Billy I mean... Zane. There's Clorox. <laughs> there's, uh, there's Baby Driver. There's Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> Hail Ming. All right, folks. I think we I think we need to get out of this before we just cause more damage. And don't it forget, this all takes nope. place at night, and it's the night that brings Charlie. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>
<laughs> it's the power of the night. Yes. <laughs> we are the heat. I like it when they get that one keyboard key that the guy's like like playing as a percussion instrument there at the end. Right. I listened to it for a while, man. Like Power of the Night's my new jam. That's right. And I've it got, should be yours too. I've got a one word uh review for Power of the Night, and that's damn. <laughs> Hail Ming. All right, with that, I think we ought to end the show. <laughs> oh, man, this has been a blast. Hey, everybody, don't forget to check us out. Don't forget to give a rating on, on iTunes, all that kind of good stuff. If you've got ideas for shows you want us to cover, give us a shout and we'll ignore you. And uh, we're just having a whole lot of fun. <laughs> so, so for me, I'm Audi. What about you guys? We'll see y'all later. Yeah. That's gone. <laughs> gone. Out. Let's get the Billy Zane out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right just like that <laughs> and as for me i'm out what about you guys uh <laughs> no i'm gonna stick I around a while too or <laughs> am, are we already out i don't there are some who say the movie critters is all about a family in need of some help and being there for each other in a time of danger there are some who say it represents the danger that comes in small packages, little monsters and aliens and such. There are still others who believe it's about a small town and what happens when alien forces come in and affect a small town way of life. But all these people are wrong because there's only one thing the movie Critters is about. That's badass aliens coming from the other side of the galaxy to kill Kreitz. And coming down to Earth and asking, where are the Krites? Because we would like to kill them. As always, we're glad that you spent this time with us. And we're glad that we got to kill some Krites together. So remember to keep on listening. And always remember that actions speak louder than catchphrases. Good night, loyal Mingans. Till next time. Receive the following Classic Curves by Biddos, The Pants for Feel Good Company A gift certificate from Maru-chan Ramen Noodles Rice-a-roni All guests receive a copy of the Hell Ming Home Game Thanks to the creative minds and special appearances of Mark Allison, Jeremy Finch, and Jacob Kennedy 
Hell Bing is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. Check out all the great shows at legionpodcast.com. Hell Bing is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Legion Podcast. This is Dan Pardo saying good night.